Warning, the following podcast contains violent scenes that may be unsettling to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. You all are too big for cages, but you're not Lictoads yet. Lictoads gotta be useful. Lictoads gotta be tough. Lictoads gotta earn their places in the tribe. Join the pathetic whelps, Rita, played by Tillman, Mogamerch, played by Mitch, and Poog, played by Chris, with Becca as the big bossy goblin in charge. For more goblin goodness, follow us on Twitter at twin underscore cities underscore VTM, or on Facebook and Discord at Twin Cities by Night, or if you like, you could support our podcast on Patreon at Twin Cities by Night. We hope you enjoy this last part is very important. Okay, so the dog slicer really isn't any different from your club that you have. Um, it does the same damage. It's just fragile. It looks cooler. It does look cooler. It has a great name. Dog slicer. Yeah, absolutely. So basically, it's uh, you still do the same damage. I think you'll still have the same plus two to hit um, when you it's slicing damage versus bashing or blunt. So this short curved sword is a favorite weapon of goblins who usually uh, who show unusual cunning by drilling numerous holes in the blade to reduce the weapon's weight. Um, however, when you do roll a one while using it, it does break. <laughs> Great. All right, so you, all three of you have caught your toads. You have them tucked discreetly away, or you're, you're holding on to them. And Rita has a brand new dog slicer that she found in the pond. You look at the map again that Loptop has provided you, and you see that she has crudely, like, here's village, here is pond, here is cave dark fear. So you start walking your way there. The horrible morning sunshine slowly gives way to a refreshing, dank drizzle as the goblins cross the marsh on your way there. However, before you reach your destination, you come across a rudely shaped fallen log blocking the path, and a weaselly green-gray figure climbs astride it. It's Kettlehead, the goblin. His polished Pot still perched upon his puckered pus. He cries, Stupid babies wanna be goblins! Metalhead! One plus one plus one equals four! Right? Right? <laughs> like, look around. You tell him, Pook! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> you took toads from Kettlehead's special pod, and now you have to pay my price. Get me all your toads and say you be stupid! You say I take your toads from your special pie, you say? It's Kettlehead's pond. Your Give pond. me all your toads and say you be stupid. Mogmerch tries to sneak around to flank Kettlehead. I'm getting angry at Kettlehead. I feel embodied because like, I'm brave and I'm like, fucking got my friends with me. What did he say? You say you're stupid? You say you're stupid? He said, you be stupid. You be stupid! I just say to him. <laughs> awesome. Let's go ahead and roll initiative. As Mogmerch is already stealthing off to the side to come around his back. Pog has screamed, you be stupid, and that causes Kettlehead to fly into a rage. I believe I have seven. I rolled in the wrong room, but I have uh, 13. So I got 16. Kettlehead goes first as he launches himself off of his log. 
He has a, obviously his kettle on top of his head. And he somehow found a short sword while wandering around in the bog. And he, he's pulling it up in his hand and he's running straight for Pog. My guy's brave. He's pretty, he's foolishly brave. You know what I mean? So he's going to run forward. Uh, well, well I, hold on. It's not my turn yet. So just tell me what I'm turn. He's not going to beg for him to stop. He's going to run forward, though, when it's his turn. All right. On your character sheet, there's something. It should say AC. What is your AC? I can't. Hear I know what it. that means. That's armor class, and that's 14. Yeah. Okay, sweet. So Kettlehead flying into a rage, his short sword brandishing up above you, his head. He um, goes to swing and slash at you, but you at that last moment just kind of whoop to the side as he barely misses you. Okay, awesome. Okay. Next up, so the, the rest of the initiative order goes, Poog is next at 16, followed by Mogbirch at 13, and then Rita at 7. So I have an idea. And I, want to know, <laughs> I just want to know if this is going to be realistic or something I can roll in the system. I like to ride things. Pot, uh, pothead, Metalhead, whatever. Poog keeps changing his name. Uh, is a big goblin. What does it take for me to jump on his back and try to like ride him around? All right, so I need you to make a combat maneuver check, DC 12. All right, so combat maneuver minus three. Uh, so I got to get 15 or higher. Jesus, I'm going to try it just for shits and giggles because it's a fun game. Please fucking give me... Oh, my fucking God, I failed. <laughs> All right, so Poog tries to swing himself around to the backside of Kettlehead and completely overshoots, kind of falling on the far side of him not grabbing him at all. It is now Mogbirch's turn. Awesome. I should have attacked him, but I thought it would be funny if I got it. Mogmerch is going to throw one of his swamp gourds filled with fire paste at Kettlehead, hoping to knock him right in the head. All right, go ahead and roll the hit. You mean you're going to fire up the kettle, right? Yes, goddammit, Silvan. <laughs> I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> Dude, it's a dad joke. You should know this. I suck at dad jokes. <laughs> okay, so I rolled an eight, but I'm not sure if throw anything gives me a bonus to throwing shit or if it just lets me throw anything. So I would treat it as if it was a thrown rock. So you get the plus three. Okay, so then 11. Unfortunately, while you are able to hit Kettlehead in the back of the head on the kettle, so it rings out just a little bit, your gourd just kind of falls to the ground right next to him. And unfortunately, did not do any damage. <clears throat> Rita, you're next. Can I charge him and like attack him with my newfound crooked sword? Charging will give you a plus two. Oh, yeah, excellent. Yeah, I, I do that. So, so uh, just kind of sort of taking the club since it's very similar. You're going to get the plus two from the club and then plus two from the charge. Charging does lower your AC as an FYI, but there's nothing wrong with that. Your goblins, take out Kettlehead. Well, I have eight. God damn it, you goblins. What the hell? All right, so Rita charges Kettlehead and unfortunately misses with her new shiny dog slicer. We're back to the top of the initiative, and it is Kettlehead's turn as he turns around to see Poog kind of sprawled out on the ground, and he's very mad because you are the one who insulted him, and so he's going to try to attack you. We all suck today. 
Because I rolled a three. Oh, geez. <laughs> yeah. So um, he gets his short stored stuck in that log because you had managed to get that close to him. And he's like sitting there trying to pull it out now. It's your turn. So I want to ask before I state my action, since he's all bent over stuck with the sword in the log, does it give me a bonus to if I try to jump on his back or does it lower my difficulty or not? I will allow for it. Oh, like he's, I, he's kind of stationary and that's what he's focused on. So they'll give you a plus two. Oh, plus two. still, man, that's still pretty high thing. Now my other options, I could attack him, right? So, and what would be my difficulty if I attack him? Let me see here. My combat. So that part you technically don't know. You have some spells. Burning hands is one. Yeah, I see that. Burning you hands. You have, um, yeah, you can definitely attack. Or I'm you going can try to, to grapple him again. I'm going to jump on his back and use burning hands to like on the side of his head. Can I do that? Yeah, let's see if you can make him whistle. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> okay, so you had to roll. Oh, it's DC 12. All right, so 12. All right. 19. Woohoo. Woo! You, you kind of get right next to Kettle Head and you go place your hands on top of the kettle and you release a 15 foot cone shaped burst. Holy shit. Yeah. Go ahead and roll 1d4. One. <laughs> hey, it looked awesome. <laughs> You hear Kettlehead start to scream as he lets go of his short sword for just a moment. And his kettle has become very, very hot. He's like, ah, trying to try to get it off. Yeah. It is now Mogmerch's turn. Mogmerch is very annoyed. He's going to throw a rock at the gourd and hope it explodes. Go ahead and roll to hit. 21. Nice. You hit that gourd just perfectly. So that it splashes out towards Kettlehead. Go ahead and roll damage for it. I don't know what the damage is for that. It's not listed on the character sheet. All right. It's 1d6 damage. Ooh. Six damage. So in trying to get the kettle off his head, Poog kind of steps back and Kettlehead is trying to get the kettle off of his head. And just as he does that, that's when Mogmerch hits the little uh, gourd and it bursts all in Kettlehead's face definitely burning the skin and he's like trying to pat it out and then it just overwhelms him and he collapses to the ground good job is he alive still or is he dead Rita runs for the sword all right Rita it'll take a little bit of work but you'll be able to seesaw the sword out of the log Um, technically Kettlehead is unconscious at negative one does he have anything on him? I'm going to start searching his pockets. Yeah, check his toad pouch. <laughs> his toad pouch is empty. Ah. He didn't get no toad. <laughs> I say this, I'm like digging through. And the whole time, Pog is trying to calculate how he can make it to where he could ride Metalhead <laughs> to, the, to the cave <laughs> like a pony. <laughs> I do have a, a cure spell. I could like cure him and like ride him like a pony. <laughs> hey, Becca, with knowledge of nature, yes. Mogmerch wants to see if he can find hallucinogenic mushrooms in the swamp. Okay, go ahead and roll, uh, roll that for me. So I roll Just a roll. nine. If you're looking for something like that, you know that uh, licking your toad will actually help accomplish that. Mogmerch will force Kettlehead to lick his toad while he's unconscious. All right, so Kettlehead 
it's not visible what happens, but he, you definitely get him to lick your toad. Your toad feels very uncomfortable by this. So Kettlehead has the kettle on top of his head. That's like perfectly. So he even has the eyes sockets in it. Um, and the kettle kind of comes down under his ears. He has some crappy armor, boots, leather pants, and he has three dead birds, I mean lizards, hanging at his belt. And that's what he has on him. I'm going to take his helmet. I'm sure it's pretty too big for me, but I'm going to try to adjust it and make it work. And then I'm going to take his dead birds or dead lizards. I'm going to put them on my belt. And then I'm going to look at Rita. And I'm going to like stand with one foot on his back. You know what I mean? Like propped up. I'm going to be like, Rita, I got an idea. Okay. He's a big guy. He's big one. He's a bigger one, right? Tinhead's a bigger one, right? Rita like scratches her uh, ear. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> he he gets strong, right? Yes. Well, I don't know. He he lost against us. Yeah, but he carry us. He could carry us the rest of the way. I got trick. I <laughs> am now like metal. He- I'm like a knock on my head. I am now metal head. We tell him him pony, <laughs> and we ride him to the cave. Rita like uh, slaps the hilt of her newfound sword against. Uh, against the uh, the pot like it rings really loudly <laughs> and then she kicks she kicks the actual uh, kettle head on the ground he's dead ah okay <laughs> why do you need two dog cutters I have two hands oh but why do you have dog cutters if dogs aren't real mog merch as <laughs> you like, are <laughs> making- <laughs> sorry <laughs> Mogbert, as you are making the unconscious body of Kettlehead lick the toad, you actually see kind of around him, he's got his hard leather boots, a salt shaker, and five bottles with labels of a smiling half-elf woman wearing a jester's hat on them. Now, goblins don't read because, you know, reading reading bad. (laughs) But, um, I mean... You might be daring enough to read. Mogmerch is going to take one of the bottles and toss it over to Pook. Pook, drink this! Ah, okay. And I'm like, kind of like holding my helmet up. <laughs> like That's a little too big for me as I'm trying to clank the bottle against the, the metal pan. I bet this makes me big and strong. <laughs> and then Mogmerch is just going to steal all the shit he can. Pook, you heal four. Oh, nice. I'm feeling good. I feel good, 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 good. So, for your guys' reference, those potions are actually potions of cure light wounds. Oh. It tastes pretty good, too. Thank you. Hey, Magma, thank you. You gave me dog. You gave me healing. We'll kill a dog together one day, and it'll be awesome. Okay, so you guys (laughs) continue on your quest to find the Dark Fear Cave. With your bully out of the way, you must present your toads to the dreaded spirit who lurks within the cave of dark fear in the shade of gray cypress trunks a sagging human-made cave squats on the muddy ground overgrown with swamp brambles and leaning precariously to one side the cave mouth of the cave stands wide open it's dark but you being goblins you can easily see within the gloom revealing leaning and partially collapsed shelves heaps of shattered pottery a junk-strewn table, and rusted animal traps. 
You also see a partially mummified, but mostly skeletal human body slumping against one wall. This must be the fabled Spirit of Dark Fear. A broken-off cobweb-strewn horse chopper, which you guys take a moment to look at it and realize it's basically useless at this point, juts from the corpse's chest. To finish your coming-of-age ritual, you must hold up your toad before the spirit and announce yourselves by singing your personal goblin song. I'm going to go first into the cave because I'm the brave one. (laughs) I'm going to take out my toad. I'm going to hold it up. And in my most glorious voice, I'm going to say, Boxes are nug is the best. He help earn things and heal the rest. Zongal's favor makes Pog blessed. And Pog also stab you in a knife if you make fun of how he isn't good at riding animals. Not to be <laughs> outdone, Mog Merch will march right in, hold out his toad. Things go boom on Mog Merch toes. So much more fun than using bows. Sometimes where the boom boom blows is not my fault. That's how it goes. And he throws the toad at the skeleton. <laughs> I act scared for a second when he does. Like, I expect an explosion. <laughs> When you do that, Mog Birch, your toad kind of crumples the skeleton a little bit, ruffling it around, although it's still kind of pinned to the wall. You hear something kind of skitter across the floor as you realize a grabby cat has, is trying to jut out the entrance of this cave. A grabby cat? What's a grabby cat? In, in non-goblin terms. Is it like a mountain lion? It's a raccoon. Oh, raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> Can I see kill it. it. kill it. Hold on, I see can, it. Can Vito like jump for it? I want to ride it. Is it big enough for me to ride, or is it too Rita small? Vito wants to kill it. Priorities, man. <laughs> All right, go ahead and roll initiative. Okay, it wasn't oh, going to attack you guys, but okay. we'll go ahead and roll initiative. All right, cool. <laughs> you guys are good goblins trying to kill everything. All right, Rita got twenty. Twenty-two with my bonus. Oh, okay, my bad. Mog Merch has an initiative of nineteen. Okay. Pook, what's your initiative modifier? Uh, six. So I got initiative 23, I believe. Okay. Pook goes first, followed by Rita, then Grabby Cat, then... Grabby Cat. He's fucking terrible. No, no, no. The Grabby Cat's last. My bad. All right, Pook, <laughs> go first. I'm going to try to jump on this thing. Is it big enough for me to ride or is it too small? It is technically a tiny animal, so it is too small for you to ride. Oh. oh I know Rita really wants this and Rita was really excited and I'm just going to kind of just like hold my action and see. I'm hoping maybe I'll get one of her swords if she's nice enough. All right, Rita, you're next. The system has dual wielding as well, right? Yes, you do get negatives for doing it, though. For now, I'm just going to say, because I don't want to look it up, you'll get minus two. Okay, attack with both swords at once. (laughs) Charging at the grabby cat. Okay, go ahead and roll the hit. I think with the charging, that doesn't negate the minus. Fuck. I rolled a two. Why? So that clearly misses as you try to run. You get tripped over one of the floorboards just being up just enough that as you're going to attack it, you just trip and you miss the grabby cat. Mogbert, it's your turn. Mogbert will throw a rock at the grabby cat. All right, go ahead and roll the hit. What the fuck is going on? Natural one. I hope I rolled natural 20 now. (laughs) It's just like, look like you guys. Come on now. (laughs) All right, Poog, I will allow for you to go ahead and make an attempt before it, it, it's basically just trying to run away at this point. Yeah, I'm going to make an attempt and I'm going to roll. So I roll a D20 
I got seven, so I don't think I got it. So it's like all this commotion and clattering, and that thing just like looks at us and runs Deep introspective role playing with goblins. <laughs> what did we all miss? What is your character feeling like right now that he missed again? <laughs> okay, yeah, it looks like you have a negative. Yeah, for the club. If I could only miss. And so Poog happened to go in right at the same time that Mogbirch was throwing the rock and utterly missed the grabby cat, but totally hits Poog at the back of this kettle head. <laughs> I, I turn around. I point the club at him. I'm like, what do you hit me for? <laughs> and the grabby cat makes its escape. What were we just doing? Oh, oh. I'm like holding my toad. And I'm like, uh, like looking around, like wait for something to happen. Are we done? Rita like walks up to Pook. You waited. You ruined everything. And she uses the, the hilts of her swords and bashes them on his uh, kettle. And don't, she, don't. she sings her song. Rita, chop and Rita, bite. Rita, slay and Rita, fight. Rita, step and Rita, smite. Rita kills it all just right and hits him once last time with Lord Gong. <laughs> what? I couldn't hear what you said over there. <laughs> and with the last goblin coming into his her full goblinhood, we're going to go ahead and take a break. Oh, hello again, folks. I'd like to tell you about the Facebook group we run called White Wolf and Onyx Path RPGs Gameplay and Media. Have you ever wished you could have an easy way to find gameplay videos and podcasts or just media in general that deals with your favorite White Wolf role-playing games? Or have you ever wished you could find a forum to share gameplay that you have recorded? One that won't be drowned out by random posts and discussions so that your media could give the attention you deserve. The group is specifically run with the sole intent of it being a one-stop shop for people to view or share media involving the games we all love. We take thorough steps to ensure the page does not become cluttered and is easy to traverse. The group is already immense and continuing to rapidly grow, with new media being shared every day. Stop on by, we hope to see you there.